Hey Coin Snatchers, before we jump into this episode, I want to let you know that I decided to create an exclusive listening and video bonus for all my listeners to join. You can become a book bay or business bay for only $5 a month. You will get access to additional podcast episodes and exclusive videos, along with blog posts of information that I want to share only with my BB Bays. So, Go on over to patreon.com backslash and Smith and join today. I'll make sure I leave all the details in the description so you can join me as a BB Bay today. Enjoy this sneak peek of this month's Patreon exclusive podcast episode. So when I speak to you, when I tell you something, 15 to 50 times I'm retargeting. I'm recharging, I'm refreshing your brain to understand it. You may not have understand it the way I said it the first time, maybe not even the first 10 times, maybe not even the 20th time. And a lot of times that's because you never went through it. So it's like surface, surface information that you don't need at that moment. But soon as you get ready, to get into that thing that I'm talking about, that I'm constantly telling you about, that I'm constantly reminding you about, you're gonna remember. It's gonna hit and it's gonna click while you're doing the process. You can be like, oh, that's what she meant. So by me retargeting you, me refreshing you, me reminding you consistently has embedded that step into your mind so when you do go through the process you can fully check out (laughs) you can fully check out welcome back to the coins and connections podcast where we explore all things books business and bullshit my favorite bees now let's get into today's episode Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast. It's Cinquanta. It's season two, episode five, and we have a special guest today. We have Reagan Farley. She has consistently provided public relations and content strategy services to individuals and businesses since 2011. Reagan developed her experiences from working with industry leaders in top tier companies, which include Fox Broadcasting Company, NBC Universal, Def Jam Records. CBS Television, and PS Media Talent. Reagan has created content strategy moments within tech, travel while curating digital strategies for nationally recognized organizations through the Reagan Farley Agency. Reagan oversees a widespread client portfolio in entertainment, nonprofit, lifestyle, and beauty spaces. Reagan's overall mission is to blend her pageant for urban, popular, cultural, and politics for large-scale companies campaigns during this election cycle. Reagan holds a BA in journalism from Lincoln University, a PA dedicated to helping clients achieve optimum visibility through strategic partnerships, active storytelling, and creating campaigns that one can be proud of. Hey, girl, welcome to the podcast. Hey, cute girl. Hey, girl, hey. How are you doing on this lovely day? 
girl, I'm blessed. I cannot complain. I am um, chilling, like chilling and strategizing for sure. How are you? I'm doing good. And that's good. You know, my word of the year this year is strategy. So (laughs) anybody who is on that train is good money with me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we got to be, right? Especially creatives and professionals. Definitely. So before we get into our topic today, I like to do this thing, what I call um, a rapid fire question. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So I have a few questions that I'm going to ask you, and then I want you to just answer whatever um, comes to your mind first, okay? Okay, cool. All right. So describe the perfect kiss in three words. All right. The perfect kiss in three words is intimate. It is intimate. Hmm. Okay. Perfect kiss in three words. (laughs) Intimate. It is long lasting and it is Mm. unforgettable. Long lasting. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that might be more than three words, but it. it, it. <laughs> All right. So, if you could do PR for any celebrity, who would it be? You know what? It, you know what? It's so funny because as I've gotten older, um, I don't know if I'm if I'm so quite into celebrity PR. But let me let me think, let me think. Rihanna, mm. Rihanna, and I'm gonna say any two. So Rihanna or Jay Z. Okay. Um, because I really just enjoy their brands and I really just enjoy like where they're going in their career. So either, yeah. either one of those two. Yeah, I like them too because it's more than music with them. It's exactly. so much more. It's um, so multifaceted. And we'll we'll talk about like I know we'll get into my bio yeah. different things later, but like yeah. we'll talk about my transition out of I don't want to say out of because I'm not completely out of it, but we'll talk about my transition into other aspects of PR. Yes, I love it. So what is one of your favorite movie quotes? Hmm, one of my favorite movie quotes. Huh, 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 huh. Girl, you got good questions. You got good questions. <laughs> A favorite movie quote. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I'm going to say, huh. Like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Look, that's one. <laughs> okay, okay. Even though it wasn't a movie, but, you know, it was something we watched. All right, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say the dream is free, but the hustle sold separately. And that might not be in a movie, but it uh-huh. resonates with me a lot. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, the next one is a funny question, but when I dance, but it'll be when you dance, yeah. you look like... A white girl, because they don't have no rhythm. That's an easy question. A white girl. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> so um, my last question is, what is your biggest addiction? At, at this point, it's shopping, because I don't know about you, sis, but since we've been in quarantine, 
a package comes every day. Like at the mailbox waiting. <laughs> like and I've gotten the most the other day I paid for like a customized Starbucks cup. When am I going to Starbucks? Oh. When's the next time I'm going to Starbucks? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, I'm not even alive. My aunt sent me a Starbucks gift card for Mother's yeah. Day in a card. And uh-huh. it was like, so Starbucks here, they changed the time of what time they close. So they open like from 9 to 3. So uh-huh. I got the card at like 2.45. Do you know? I was like, y'all, hurry up and get dressed. Girl. <laughs> so we drove to Starbucks so fast. And we were like the the last, like the car before the last car of, you know, then he came out like 2.59, stopping people like, okay, we can't take no more orders. And I was like, y'all, we made it. <laughs> First of all, yeah, no, I can't even think of a Starbucks that's open here. Dang, I'm so mad. Yeah, they had them open, um, but then they recently reduced their hours. I know one, like one spot here was closed, and but it looks like they opened back up. So I think they all have, you know, done reduced hours. So we got pretty lucky on that. (laughs) Girl, all of this is crazy overall. Yep. So now we are going to get into our main topics and we're going to get to know you a little bit better. But one of the first questions I wanted to ask was, how did you come up with your business name? Um, I wanted it, you know what it is, Q? I wanted it to be simple. Um, and I, I didn't want to do anything like anything that didn't define me. And since Reagan is such a androgynous name, I could be anyone. Like I could be male or female. Um, and since my name is strong, I just thought it would be best to use it and it helps people get familiar with me and familiar with who I am. I could have named it the, the blue green agency or something, <laughs> that it, but, um, I just didn't want to, I wanted people to, to know me and know me by my name. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And it is a very strong name. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely is. So oh, cool. I want you to just tell me like about your business. And when did you, like, truly start, and how long have you been interested in, like, media and PR? Yeah, yeah. so I um, I actually been interested, and this is going to sound so cliche, for as long as I can remember, I knew I wanted to do something in the communication space. In high school, I was act- I actually was involved in a multimedia program, and they more so taught the creative aspect of media, so, like, graphic design, video production, things like that, and if I wanted to be on-camera talent. But, girl, I knew I never wanted to be on-camera talent, like a host or anything of that nature, mm-hmm. because that's just not who I am. Like, I wanted to I wanted to call the shots, because yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like as a – or it's kind of a known fact, but, like, you're not making any money in TV until you reach a certain point. So I knew I didn't want to have to grind in that regard, but I knew I wanted to be the person that people went to that was calling the shots and making decisions for someone else's strategy and helping mm-hmm. and helping push their narrative. So fast forward to high school, fast forward to college after high school, I attended Lincoln University. And again, that whole bug of not wanting to be on camera talent, but wanting to call the shots, I had... um I became a member of the Student Government Association. I was vice president of external affairs, so anything outward facing, right? So, like, mm-hmm. as a student, we needed to send out a press release on behalf of the student body. I was the person that um, I was the person that helped do that. 
if they needed on cam- like an on-camera interview, I was the person to help do that. But then also um, HBCUs, we have that whole robbery or that sense of pride when it comes to like homecomings and our spring events and um, Greek culture. But I was the one that had had the chance to put those events on. So like our homecomings and our spring flings. And I got the opportunity to um, work with like our talent booker. So like I would help him, which his name is Clint. He's the role manager for Meek Mill at this very moment. But long and short, what I would help him do is I would say, Clint, these are the celebrities that our student body wants to see. And I would help him. I would I would tell him what we wanted to see, but I would work with him from start to finish. So like stage, lighting, um, promoting it, so on and so forth. And that's what kind of drove me to, um, I guess, learning the PR space. Um, and then that second opportunity came from from the position. But I also got a chance to work with our um, with the university's public relations director. And she sent me to live in California the summer of my senior year. But we'll get into that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you had an interesting journey. Yeah, I love that, you know, you you know, you meet people along the way and, and then you can also look at, you know, where they are right now as well. So that's very interesting. I know a lot of people say it's sometimes it's who you know. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and that just goes to not only in like entertainment and, and businesses where um there are celebrities, but also in like certain workplaces. And yeah. I know that that's a fact, um, being a military spouse, sometimes you just gotta know somebody who's, you know, already working there to get your name, you know, get your name to come across the hiring manager. Yeah, that's a fact. job, and, it's, and sometimes it's not even about how good you are. It's about, you know, who you know. So that yeah. is definitely a big theme that I've seen. Um, but I also wanted to just ask, what did you wish you knew before you started your business? Um, and what were maybe like one of the biggest obstacles you encountered when starting? Yeah, I, I think I wish that I would have known that. I wish that I would have known that it is things aren't always what they appear to be, right? Like, um, we talked about this earlier and we talked about like we briefly touched on like what that transition was for me. And girl, when I tell you when I was in college, you would not tell me that I couldn't that I would not work in entertainment PR. Mm-hmm. And I lived in I lived in LA, I lived in New York, and I have worked in that space, but I think from from when I started in 2011 2012 officially to now um being comfortable with with the pivot right like because even right now we're pivoting I was so bullheaded in the beginning of my career that that was the only thing that I wanted to do but now as I'm growing I'm like girl you got to be comfortable with a pivot like because you'll always pivot throughout life so you can't just be so bullheaded and say, oh, this is the only thing that I want to do. I'm never going to falter. I only want to do this because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Oof. Man, we go through some stuff. And what was the second part of the question? Um, I just asked that, you know, like, did you encounter any large or, or big or memorable obstacles before you um, like started in your business? Girl, yeah. So I, um, when I lived in LA, so I moved to LA at 22. So I graduated college in 2012. But when I graduated college that year after in 2013, I developed epilepsy. But mm-hmm. again, bullheaded Reagan, I'm a cancer. 
Um, I'm 22. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go out here and get it. And my epilepsy got bad. It got bad. Like, I was having seizures left and right. I was in L.A. by myself. But I knew I wanted to chase a dream, right? We get, like, so relentless in our pursuit of things that sometimes we forget about us. And at 22, 23, 24, I was still finding my way um, and navigating life with epilepsy. In 2016, after I had made that trip back from the East Coast, I mean, the West Coast to New York and then back home to Maryland, I got into a really bad car accident. See, the mm-hmm. thing is, God will, if if you don't sit down and really, like, take a moment to um, remember that life, like, this life that you're given is not just about you, but, like, God is the one who's pulling the strings, I think sometimes you'll get set down in a way that will make you realize that that this is the only thing that matters, right? So, like, yeah. in 2016, I got into a really bad car accident because I think it was one of those things where God said, listen, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to have to wake you up. So I was on the phone with my friend Deja, and when she listens to this, she is probably going to cry because it is going to make her remember it. But I was on the phone with my friend Deja. I was headed to go pick up another friend, and my I told you my seizures had gotten bad, and I just was so stubborn. And I'm like, listen, I got the world in my fingertips. I didn't just develop epilepsy. Like, what's going on? Because it came from out of nowhere, Q. Like, yeah. nowhere at all. But, um, and I just, I was bullheaded. I didn't want to believe that this was happening to me. So in 2016, I was driving. I was on the phone with Deja. I went into oncoming traffic. Um, I was having a seizure while I was on the phone with her. Went into oncoming traffic, crashed into a brick wall went 400 feet and um i'm here today to tell that story and i'm not walking on carpets because it's it's so crazy it's it's so crazy but that caught my attention yeah i'm glad you are here to be able to tell the story because you know there's things happen so fast yeah and and to be able to bounce back and you know still be here just to live and do everything that, you know, you've been set on on this earth to do is amazing. It's just a, another testimony of strength. And I know we get tired of being, you know, the strong woman. Yeah. But, oh, you know. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it yeah. wasn't for us, a whole lot of stuff wouldn't, wouldn't know, move. Wouldn't be what it is. It so. wouldn't move at all. At all. <laughs> so I want to just quickly take a turn into our conversation and I want to ask you a question I'm going to take you back a little bit but yeah. what were you doing at 18? Oh girl um <laughs> at 18 I was still plotting and planning though like I think yeah. that I've always been that person where I'm like, I'm going to be successful. I don't know how, but I know I'm going to do something and I don't care what it is, but I know I'm going to do something that, um, that gets me to that next level. So when my friends would leave early cause they didn't have a ton of classes senior year, Reagan was in every single class. Like yeah. <laughs> that media, that mass media program that I told you about, it was two classes, um, one semester. It was two classes and I, I had to stay and it made me stay the entire day, but it positioned me to be in a place that I am right now. Like those little things. And I actually unenrolled myself in that class and my mother had to come back up to the school and put me back in it. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried to get out of it because I wanted to get out early. You see all your yeah. friends having moments. Oh girl, I know. I, 
that was goofy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting in school all day, my senior year. I'm like, this is goofy. So I'm unenrolling myself. And my mother came right back up to school and was like, girl, get back in that class, especially since it was a program that I applied for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> girl, my mama called the uh, guidance counselor. <laughs> Yeah. I was doing the same thing. You know, I had a little boyfriend. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't got no classes the rest of the day. We're gonna be okay. Out. Like I'm so, trying to do it. She was like, oh, so you ain't had no no core block? <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. Um, so what's the most important thing that you think you've learned so far in your life? Because I know we got a long life to live. But what has been one of the most important things you've learned so far, and what has life been like after learning? Giving back. Giving giving back because so many people have poured into me, and I, I am because they are. So be it family, be it friends, be it mentors. Um, there, it, it is a blessing to be able to pour into someone else. And yeah. you are blessed because you pour into other people. And sometimes those things cost you nothing, like a word of encouragement, a quick little text. Um, and right now I'm seeing that come back full fold because, girl, I had posted something one day, right? And a girl, a publicist, a publicist from Africa said this to me. And she said, hey, my name is, I forgot what she said her name is, but hey, my name is such and such. Sending you love all the way from Kenya. I want to be a publicist. I want to be as great as you are. And wow. I'm a, I am, I'm a cancer, but I am not really an emotional cancer. But as I've gotten older, I've been a lot more emotional, but that made me so humble. Mm-hmm. And I've been seeing recently, I've just been seeing people reach out to me and they're like, I've been following you, you know, I've, I've been pouring into your brand and different things like that. And people are pouring into my brand now because I've poured into so many people's brands. And that's the most rewarding thing to me out of everything. Okay, I like that. That's a good one. That is definitely a good um, good thing to have learned and to be able to just understand it because yeah. then it kind of paves the way for, you know, how you move and, yeah. and then how you see certain things that happen. And um, that's a good piece of advice to just give to somebody else. Like, look, you know, it may not seem like it right now, but what you're doing is worth it because we all, you know, we're in the in the culture of I need it fast, I need it quick, fast, in a hurry. It yeah, up here overnight. But um, this is something that I wanted to say. Look, I was thinking about this the other day, and I don't know if this will apply to you, but I am going to put this quote on my page because I said if you've ever whipped shea butter. In your kitchen or bathroom, you are a different type of entrepreneur. <laughs> I, I know I don't say about that. I know I'm about to get this analogy. Go ahead, girl. Tell me, tell me, tell me what Listen, you mean. Because if you've never whipped shea butter, so like you have to melt it down, right? You have mm-hmm. to melt it down, and then you have to stir it. Now yes. think about you being young, don't have a lot of money, so like a mixer isn't a big household item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a share apartment, you probably still, you know, and you in college or you're in high school, but this is like two, let me say 2009, 2012 era where everybody was whipping some shit up with shit yeah. butter on YouTube. So yeah. for our hair, for our skin, and like you have to melt it down and either you melt it down in a pot or you put some hot water in a bowl to melt this down. Mm-hmm. But 
most of us are, are whipping it with a spoon or a wooden spoon, and it takes so much strength and patience to get that Girl, fluffy consistency. Talk about it. Talk about <laughs> it. Talk about it. I ain't never with no say butter cue because I'm not domesticated, but I love with this. So I'm listening, and I'm gonna tell you my side of it. Go ahead. Yes, girl. It takes yeah. consistency. It takes it takes time to get that fluffy, yeah, consistency. And yeah. then when you when you done, you like, damn, look what I made. Look yeah. how this shit gonna make my hair feel. Look how my skin gonna be shining. I'm about to walk out this door, and it's just like you know, my melanin is just gonna be glistening. Yes, yes. And they gonna know. What what Ari Lennon said, they gonna know it's shea butter, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ari, right, girl. So, so I have never whipped shea butter because I I girl, it's it's lo- I don't know what I'm gonna do when I get married because I I can't I can't do nothing domestically. We gonna figure it out by then, hopefully. Um, but no, I've never done that. But I love where you're going with it because this has what people are saying about the Reagan Farley brand. This has been seven to eight years of hard work. Like, this didn't happen overnight. There has been failure after failure after failure. Like I told you, that car accident, I remember not having money. I remember not not being, not wanting to, and me and my mother are super close, not wanting to call my mother or my grandmother to say, y'all, I'm failing, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing right now, but still trying to figure it out. Um, but the one thing that I knew, and I knew this when we talked about being 18, I knew this since I was 18 that I would be successful. I didn't know how, I didn't know where, I didn't know what, but I knew that I was setting the foundation for who I am right now. So it's it's been that setback. I like to think of things like a basketball, right? You know how you dribble a basketball, no matter how low you put it, it's always going to bounce back up? Mm Mm-hmm. I always thought of life like that. Like, no matter how hard this shit gets, excuse my French. Can we curse? Yes, we can. Okay. <laughs> no matter how, I'm like, oh, shit. Um, no, no matter how hard this shit gets, I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to keep bouncing back up because, the, again, the dream is free, but the hustle sold separately. And w- what's going to set me apart, not that I am in competition with anyone, but what's going to set me apart is being relentless, is putting in the work, pounding the pavement when nobody sees it. Because sometimes those are the best things. Like, I love when something comes together, together and no one saw the work that I put in it, but I myself or is the only person that's seen it. I love that. I love that more than 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 putting the shit on social media. I yeah. would rather not put most of my wins on social media, but I know for what I do, I gotta keep showing people oh, who I am and what I do. Preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. Preaching to the choir because I always say I just want to be rich and not famous. Like, can I yeah. can I get it like that? Like, can can this happen? And I'm like, dang, I really want to delete all this shit, but I know. If you know, I know I gotta, you know, put put myself out there if I want to make money. But one thing that I will say that I have enjoyed about my journey is yeah. I've learned how to make money without being present or being the face of it. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I am the face of that I know shit won't shake if I'm not there. So right. it's, it's you know I have like the best of both where I have this fifty percent of I'm on, and then I have this fifty percent of I'm making the money and they don't even know it's me. So I was like, yes, I, I love that. that like 75%. I'm like, I'm good. You don't, you yes. don't got, where Q at? Q is living. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. And it's so funny that we talk about this because I remember a potential client telling me, and this is before I even, because at first, 
I post a lot now, but like I was posting a lot less, like maybe a few months ago, because I'm like, man, fuck this. I I know what I do, so I don't gotta dictate that to anyone else. Yeah. But again, back for my industry, I have to because if if I am trying to make someone else visible, people want to see my visibility too. It yeah. gotta it makes sense. So I gotta make it make sense for someone else to want to hire the Reagan Farley agency. But a potential client told me, and matter of fact, her name is Q2, and she is my client now, but in the beginning, she was a potential client. But long, what she said to me, and it, it resonated with me, it, it's sticking with me even a year later, she said, Reagan, the reason I decided to go with you is because you post what you do. And you post that you are in the room with people, even if you don't take pictures with them, because I hate taking pictures with celebrities. Let me tell yeah. you, baby, I I hate that. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't care. Do y'all want to take a picture with me? Like, that'd be my energy. <laughs> like, take a picture with me. But um, no, long story short, she said, she said, even if you are not making decisions in the room, it looks like it. And it's in the social media landscape, perception is reality. And the reason I decided to go with you is because you post what you do. It looks like you're making decisions in the room. And another publicist who I had spoke to that this is her, another publicist who I spoke to around the time, he didn't post any work on his page. So I knew I didn't want to go with him because although he's telling me he's done X, Y, Z, I can't see it. Wow. That's important, though. Yeah. And she even said that, you know? Yeah. yeah. So since then, guess what Guess what Reagan has been doing? Posting her work, posting her wins. Yeah. And speaking of social media, what, like, what platform do you receive the most engagement from that, you know, from what you can see? Um, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. I think that's a lot for a lot of people nowadays. A lot of people see more traction over there. Yeah. Um, and once you get, you know, you can get your aunties and them on Facebook, I think. <laughs> Right, girl. Listen, okay. They, they be talking about the totally different stuff. Yeah, girl. They be talking about whatever. And then the funny thing is, my grandmother is on Instagram. And girl, it's her and Dave East, and she got the caption is, um, "Me and the homie Dave East." <laughs> I'm like, so what? <laughs> That is so cute. My dad just be commenting whatever on my Facebook page. Like I, I was like, look, y'all can't be my Facebook friend, but you can follow my fan page. <laughs> my yeah, dad, okay. Like it'd be the most randoms. I'm like, daddy, what are you even talking about? Like, what, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't even know sometimes. But he is so funny. Like it's just so funny to see them with their phones because he won't you don't know what they're doing. Everything. Yeah, and they don't <laughs> know what they're doing. No, and I always think it's so funny though. But um, so I want to ask this question: What profession? Even though I know you said you you've been thinking about um being in this business as long as you could think, but what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Hmm, I think I want to get some produce producing credits um in the film industry, um nice. production credits, executive producer credits, something of that nature. Okay. For sure. That that just sounds bossed up, like yeah, <laughs> creative <laughs> direction. Like, <laughs> that sounds like it got a big check attached to it. Too. Yep, like, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what we want. Um, I know you've been in business for a while, but do you still have to like explain to your family members what you do for a living, or do you like not even bother to explain it anymore? I think I think they understand now. Um. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes my sometimes my mother <laughs> and she's an entrepreneur herself. She's been in real estate for 16 years, so she's very um she's very active in in knowing about what I do. But bless her little heart, sometimes I don't think she have really have a clue. She just knows <laughs> celebrities. Um, I think she gets the gist of it, but for the most part, long and the short, it's just something that I do with celebrities and businesses and different things like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So my next question is a um, question just about, like, who you would want to be around, who you want to kick it with. So if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would yeah. it be and why? Um, I'm a, I'm such a big Jay-Z fan. That That is going to be the theme of this entire interview, child. <laughs> Definitely say Jay-Z because I want to learn how he scaled his business, right? Like. Yeah. I, because if you see the progression of Rockefeller Records from now, from now it being a deal to Rock Nation, so on and so forth, and everything he has under his umbrella, he took that business model in the beginning, flipped it 10 times fold, and now I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman, right? Like, he's yeah. doing that. So, um, it would definitely be Jay-Z. Um, it would definitely be Rihanna, so my two potential dream clients. Um, <laughs> I, I say now too, it, it definitely be Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. uh, Meek Mill, because I like how his brand is changing too, right? Like even yeah. how he's fighting in the criminal justice space. Yeah. How many people you said? Three. It's okay. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, and, and I do like that. Like I'm not like a huge fan. Yeah, know, but I like I can see you know the change. It's progressing, um, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. good. It looks good on him. Like it does. I would. I wish more people would grasp it. You know, a little bit faster. You get what I'm saying? But I know yeah. you can't. You can't rush progression with anybody because we had to go through a whole bunch of bullshit before we even got to where we are now. And, that is very true. And that's how most of the lessons are learned by going through the mud. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta get in. You're right. Like I'm not the biggest fan, but I like where he's going and how he's using his platform. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, um, dealing with epilepsy, yeah. how hard, how are you navigating that now in your life and in your business has things gotten better um, yeah do you have to move a certain way and even like during this pandemic like even like maybe doctor visits are are getting medication on certain things how has like life been for you now um yeah. in, in i guess the recent years yeah well since that accident praise god i have not had a seizure since 2016 mm-hmm. um so that just means constantly taking my medicine because that's what it was in the beginning. I wasn't taking my medicine because I just didn't care. I'm like, yeah. no, this this ain't it. Um, I wasn't taking my medicine. So now that becomes being intentional about taking this medicine because I get that, um, you know, I get that that's something that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Also, now advocating, right, because I believe that your story can help deliver someone else. So I am on the board of um, the Epilepsy Foundation in, in Maryland. So using my voice, using my platform and trying to help them carve out what they're doing and who they are. Um, and I think right now at this very moment, as it relates to epilepsy, I'm OK. Like, again, I haven't had a seizure since 2016. Uh, I have been able to get my medicine, but actually my doctor visit, you know how entrepreneurship goes. 
my doctor visit, I, I've had to, I really don't need one um, because you, you get one every year. I haven't had one in a while just because I've been on a go. But the the team, the um, the nursing team over there, since I've been so proactive and even in the beginning when I was diagnosed, my mom was so active. Girl, they know me by name. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. But, yeah, I've, I've been okay. Um, yeah. And I've been able to get my medicine. Thank God. Okay. That's good. I love to, you know, love that you're doing well and um, things have, have changed. But that is, like, the key. Just, like, you know, doing stuff that we think we don't have to do, but we know we need to do. And yeah. um, I know a lot of people don't enjoy medication, but sometimes that is, like, the key to, you know, keep us sane or, or keep us afloat until there is something better. Yeah, um, yeah. it's saving my life. Yes. But I'm so glad that, you know, things are doing well for you because, again, like I said, that's a blessing in itself. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, do you have any advice uh, for someone who may just be in the beginning stages? It's, you know, it's 2020. Um, we stuck in a house. Yeah. <laughs> what can they be doing, you know, right now to just, you know, get a head start on when we come out of this thing? Creating. I think that now's the perfect time to create. And I, I I don't know if you've seen this on social media where some people are saying now's a great time to create and some people are saying rest, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say it's twofold. Rest rest if you must, but don't quit. Like, yeah. if if this is not the right time for you to create, I feel like don't. But I feel like you need to have something in your back pocket because this will change. Now, granted, I don't know if we'll go back to normal 100%, mm-hmm. but this will change. And I think you need to be ready because this is a sink or swim game. Entrepreneurship, yeah. girl, like some days, I don't know about you, but some days I'm like, damn, I'm crazy. Like, damn, <laughs> damn I'm loopy for what? Yeah, I know, like, I'm for the rest of my life because we never know how this will pan out for us. Yeah. But back back to that whole quote, the genius thing is that we never give up. So that's why you're successful when you don't give up. So if if you're having a down moment right now, like don't stay down. Get up, keep going, and dust your shoulders off. And yeah. I think that's what you need to do as an entrepreneur. You gotta know how to pivot. We've been pivoting our whole lives or, you know, our right. whole time in business. Yep. I saved my space this morning, like, thank, thank you for the space to create, like, because it, it's just, like, and even if it's a corner in your home, and if you're home with your parents, and you're, like, yeah. well, I know, I don't think nobody in the dorms right now, but, like, even if you feel like, shit, I had to come back home, I'm supposed to be living it up, graduating from college, going to the next thing, like, find a space, a corner, a nook, yes. like, a bench yes. outside, and, and make that your creative space. I know a lot of people are like, damn, I miss being at Starbucks or at coffee shops. And find, create your own little coffee shop in your corner. All you need is like a little table. And, you know, Amazon's still, still delivering. So, <laughs> hello, that part, that part, that part. So create, create your space. Um, so I just like walked around my office like, you know, just thank you for a space to create, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, re, I'm going through a process where I'm, I'm decorating it. And yes. changing up the vibe. So I got like my my vision board, my actual office products are printed out on my wall because yes. I know what I want my space to look like, and I'm gonna be working hard so I can buy every single piece. You know, for your space. Yeah, we we so, have 
to manifest that for sure. Yeah. And um, I, I think I think finding just a little a little piece of something for you to help, even if you have to clean out a piece of your closet and, you know, bring in some pillows or something and, you know, just sit in a corner and just vibe out for a whole hour and just write, you know, create on your laptop, listen to some nice music. Um, do that, you know, get those ideas out, hell, brain dump everything, because sometimes we can't sleep, because this shit, so, <laughs> it's so important in us, like, uh. Yeah, and I like candles, too. I, um, yeah. One of my new clients, her name is Monisha Edwards, she's from Scent and Fire, she has these awesome candles where Mondays, that's my day where I will sit, burn a candle, and just start plotting, because yeah. The, how you set your intention to kick your week off is how your week continues to go. Yeah. And there may be some bumps and bruises in that, Definitely. but if you start playing, you never, you never fail. Yeah, and that that is a testimony because I realized that I did not print out my daily planner today, and I woke up and and shit has been a little off, but we here. So you know that's that's very important to me to kind of like know what I like I like to see and I normally do it like on a Sunday night but I didn't yeah. you know because it was Mother's Day so I'm like girl you don't don't go in that office oh yeah <laughs> happy belated Mother's Day do people say that happy yeah. belated Mother's Day I don't know girl but thank you <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I didn't go in my office so and yeah. I didn't get to do that so you know just want to start it off a little rocky but this conversation. Um, has just brought me so much joy and excitement to even be able to, you know, do this to have my own podcast and then, yeah. you know, interview other strong black women who are just killing the game. And Listen, I'm, I'm grateful. No, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, I'm I'm grateful because we need more people like you. Even when I think of like bigger picture items, right? And I think of like press for people of color sometimes. It, be it celebrities, be it business professionals, so on and so forth, we don't have enough platforms that are willing to share our stories. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important, um, you as a media professional, because I'm going to consider you that too, so add that under your belt, sis. <laughs> um, you as a media professional, it's very important, the work that you're doing. Like, black, black media matters, and that's a thing. Like, I don't know if you've seen on um like videos i know they a few have been floating around on social media where press where black press tends to like get ignored at these high profile celebrity events mm-hmm. but people need to really understand and know the value of black press yep our voices reach the masses exactly, exactly. <laughs> more than you would ever know and you know what's so funny i might say this for uh the start of the week though i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that because <laughs> this is a good one but um where where do you see yourself in five years girl in five years i want the business to be scaled so like where where i'm positioning my brand i want to take a lot of my personality out of the brand because when I look at bigger companies like your great agency, your Edelman, your so on and so forth, um, you don't necessarily know who the CEO is. Now, yeah. Reagan is always going to be Reagan, but I think in order to, I hate saying compete, so I need to use another word, but in order to be on the same level as those companies, I got to move and operate like those companies. So I want it to be a fully, I want the Reagan Farley agency to be a fully functional firm. So be it having clients in um, entertainment, beauty, lifestyle, corporate, on the corporate side, 
um, in the PR space, I want that. But then I also want to be able to have full service video production, graphic design, um, creative, all of those different things. So full scale agency. But then also I do want to add that executive producer credit and content to my resume. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to be a Fortune 500 company. Yes, I love that. That's yes. amazing. Listen, you, I know you already got it written down someplace. Yes. So, I, <laughs> yes. so since we're talking about, you know, where we see ourselves, um, can you recommend um, a book or a person that has helped you on your journey? Yeah. Um, okay. Book, 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 book. How to win friends and influence people. So Ooh. that book talks about exactly what I'm telling you, how to win yeah. friends. How to Win Friends and Influence People. It is by huh, Dale, Dale Carnegie, I think. Okay. Long I the feel show, like I've heard about that book before. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. And then The Four, uh, Four Agreements mm-hmm. by yeah, Don. I definitely have that on my list. Yep, Four Agreements. And a, a person that helped me along the way is Kevin Frazier. He, he, he was the former host of Entertainment Tonight when I was there. He's a Maryland mm-hmm. native. Um, black guy, I think he's on, he's either on E now or back on the insider or something like that. But those two books in particular have shaped my thought process, right? So like the thought process of being intentional, the thought process of, you know, only controlling what you can control and, you know, not being able to control people, but controlling your actions. And what I do sometimes, I'll send my friends books. Like, I'll send my friends books because I believe that iron sharpens iron and that you have to, we are what we ingest. So, like, yes, it's good to chop it up with your girls and say, hey, girl, let's go grab a drink and let's go do all of those things. But we got to pour into each other, too. Yeah. And, And Kevin in particular, I will forever be grateful to Kevin because remember I told you that the PR director at Lincoln sent me to live in L.A. for a little bit? Mm hmm. So I lived in L.A. twice, once for my senior year at Lincoln, where I got to intern for Kevin Frazier. But Kevin furnished my apartment. All I had wow. to do was go and show and show up, show mm-hmm. up and go out. And for for someone on that level at that time and even now, if you look if you look up his page, that's people of his caliber don't do that for people. Yeah. Um. And again, I lived there for the entire summer. I lived there for the entire summer. I got a chance to work for him at CBS and then even um, him and his company called Hip Hollywood. So I had like a two twofold situation and I had even interned for his publicist for like a day or two. So those opportunities are once in a lifetime. Like that's something yeah. I can tell my kids. And then that moment, which I don't have no kids right now, but <laughs> that moment came full circle because a few months ago I, I was able to, pay it forward with a favor to him for something that was very near for a person that was very near and dear to his heart. And I hadn't seen him since 2011, 2012. And I I used to live in LA, but we just never got a chance after afterwards. I moved to LA, like I said, but him and I just never got a chance to reconnect after he gave me that internship opportunity until recently. That's good. That was like, that was able to, like you said, be a full circle moment. And, Girl, you know, that's not even something that you have to shout from the rooftop, but it was, you know, it was special because, you know, sometimes you're like, damn, you know, people people come and go at different times in our lives, you know. Yeah. And the fact that he even thought of you, like, 
is is just a testament of what kind of you know what you left what kind of um good vibes you left on you know just in, off your interaction girl it blew my mind it, it, yeah. it blew my mind one of my friends was like i need something done for kevin frazier and i'm like wait the only kevin frazier i know is this one <laughs> and when he saw me he was like wow like i'm so glad that you're doing well and it was it was just crazy yeah that's so good that's dope that's very dope Hey guys, today I'm here to talk about Printful. So Printful is an on-demand order fulfillment and warehousing service that fulfills and ships products, including clothing, accessories, and home and living items for online businesses. So if you've been following along on my YouTube channel or here on my podcast, you've heard me talk about print on demand and you heard me talk about Printful. I enjoy Printful and I call it my number one source for print on demand fulfillment and shipping. They're awesome with their customer service and I recommend them to anyone who wants to start shipping products with no startup costs. It's free to use and I love just getting my samples in the mail. I love seeing my customers super excited about the quality of their t-shirts and other items. So if you want to go ahead and join Printful, visit bit.ly backslash Printful CC to sign up. This segment is called Q Money Bag Start of the Week. All right, so now we are going to get into the Q Money Bag Start of the Week. And I actually have two. Um, the first one is because we talked about in our conversation about how we, you know, Black people in media yeah. needs to be like more. But yeah. I did notice something last night, and um, if if you guys have seen the versus battles, like Erica and Jill just recently did their thing, yeah. um, <laughs> and it was amazing. But you know what I I was noticing? I was like, where where are the others? Do you think like we are killing it right now? Yeah. Like I was like, where are the others? Will, will that happen? Do you think that'll happen, or it'll just be like this black magical thing that that shuts down Instagram every weekend? Um, and I love the way that we show up and support it, and it becomes a whole thing. I was like, this is better than an in 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 um in person concert. Like I've been to concert, but it's just like you can feel the vibes and the connections in the comment section. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, where are the others, like, the rest of the battles? No, where, where the white people at? <laughs> oh, 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 where the white people at? No shade, just, just, just let us have this thing, you know? I'm, I'm glad that we are at a space where we have something. Yeah. Um, and should they hop on board, fine, but I do believe that it is, we go where we at right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is bomb. And I was like, and I needed to say just like this, like, yeah, <laughs> because it is showing. I, I think it's showing the, the support and the flowers that yeah. some people should have been had. Like, I That's hate okay. wait until people die. And it's like, everybody knows, but everybody who shows up is doing numbers. Yeah, like just amazing the fact that it's it's running up their catalog, cause I mean I know people like oh but you know celebrities already got money and y'all want to put more money in their pocket but that that music for our culture has put us has gotten us through so much 
breakups, heartbreaks, deaths, like everything. And it's so different because now, you know, for us who have kids, it's like they're getting to experience that. You know, because I'm like, yeah, Erica Badu and Jill, that's high school. Yeah. Yeah, and your kids probably didn't even know who they were. Yeah, like what did I know about that? But I was singing these songs and that whole battle just put me into like a thing just like – you know, saying like you are so beautiful. Like, no girl, you beautiful. Like, yes, queen, you are glowing. No queen, you glowing. That part, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's just, funny. You know, it was amazing to watch. So that was one thing that I wanted to talk about. But then I also wanted to talk about your brand, Hustle Soul Separately, um, and all of the products that you are creating. So I want you to tell the people a little bit about um that and some of the products that you created and what are they doing? What are the benefits of them? And how can they purchase them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So hustle so separately. I believe that um, I believe that there are a lot of groups out there that tell you how to get to a certain point if you are entry level professional. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, nothing is wrong with that. But for people like you and I who got a little bit of skin in the game, I believe that conversations need to be different. So what you would tell Reagan at 22, just starting out in PR, is not what you would tell Reagan right now at 29. Because I've been in it a little longer. I know how to navigate certain waters. So how can I have those conversations with people who have been in the game a little longer? Because we need different conversations as opposed to someone who's new. So people will tell you how to get in the game, but people don't tell you how to stay there, no matter what industry it is. So Hustle Soul separately, I birthed that because, one, I believe that entrepreneurship can be a lonely road. So how can we build a community? Um, But also, I do believe that there is power in, you know, there's power in numbers. There's power in manifestation. So one of the things I recently dropped is a journal called Can't Knock the Hustle where that journal is a tool to inspire the next generation of go-getters. I hate to say just entrepreneurs because not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there is beauty in also being a worker, too, because in order to be a boss, I believe that you have to be a worker and you have to take those skills from somewhere. Um, So, yes, that journal that I have is to manifest your goals, be intentional, plan. Um, But then I also want it to be a series of events a um you know a community of professionals so on and so forth so that's what hustle soul separately is yes i love it so where can they purchase it at and if you want to go ahead and do a whole rundown of your business how they can follow you your social media handles and all of that good stuff the floor is yours yeah so my book is available on amazon it is called can't knock the hustle um, a tool to inspire the next generation of go-getters that is available on Amazon. I also today, I also just released a book, a workbook called Get Your Coins, and that is for free. Um, that is on Gumroad. And um, my Instagram page is Ray, the publicist, so R-A-E-T-H-E, publicist, P-U-B-L-I-C-I-S-T. My web, and that is consistent on all social media platforms except for Facebook. My name is Reagan Farley. Um and lastly, my website is ReaganFarley.com. It might be pulled in a bit because it is getting revamped, but um, if you click the link in my bio, you can still set up a consult with me. Um, you can connect with me, so on and so forth. And the best way, if you're looking to work, is to click the link in my bios and hit increase because I don't take um, DM messages about business in that regard, per se. 
Okay. So it has been um, great just chatting with you, learning more about you and your business and your journey. And I'm definitely sure that the people are going to enjoy this episode. Um, we hit a lot of points. <laughs> well, we had fun. We had fun. Yes, this was a really good one. Um, like I said, again, thank you so much for joining me on yes. this episode of the Coins and Connections podcast. And until next time, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to share and leave a review for this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections.com. My websites are www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can join my Facebook group at Books Plus Business with Cinquantacocksmith. Quanta Cox Smith. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.